Hey guys, Danielle Harris here, Jamie Lloyd from Halloween, and you're listening to Horror Homeschool. Hello, welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm a mess. Hey. <laughs> and I'm a mess. Same. <laughs> Actually, you I know what's funny last night? I was how I you was were, thinking... but you've already answered that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking uh, last night, I was like, getting really excited for this episode for some reason, and I was like, I wonder what I'm going to say whenever. <laughs> Sometimes I like to throw you off. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You certainly did. Um But yeah, on this episode, we are continuing our chronological covering of the Conjuring franchise with Annabelle Creation. So this movie was released August 11th, 2017, and is produced by James Juan Juan? and written by Gary Doberman. He wrote all three Annabelle films, and he also wrote The Nun and 2017's It. So 2017 was a big year for him. Yeah. Um, And it's directed by David F. Sandberg. He directed both of the Shazam films. Um, The first one, I really enjoyed the first one. It's pretty sick, but the second one was terrible. Um, And the girl that played Carol in this was actually in Shazam. She played Mm. Mary. She's pretty good. Um, She was also in that movie Fall, which came out last year. Um, with the cool babysitter chick from Halloween 2018. Best part about that movie. Do you remember the blonde girl? She was babysitting that little kid. Oh, yeah, the blonde girl. I don't know what movie you're talking about, though. Fall. It's a movie that's about, like, being up somewhere really high, like a really suspenseful movie. I didn't watch it. Like, I purposely stayed away from it because of my oh, deathly fear of heights. that's the movie um no i don't want to spoil it because i read I, i've i've had it spoiled already that's okay why isn't it like it. isn't it like basically um the descent but up yeah that, that, okay. that's the thing like so like i've watched the descent and i've got a really bad fear of like tight spaces yeah that movie like, was claustrophobia so i'm figuring if i can watch that i can watch fall but Mm-mm. it's gonna be it's no. gonna be a rough watch. Isn't I won't it? do it. I would I like Aiden Heights. actually asked me to go and watch that with him at the cinema, and I said, "I'm sorry, no, I cannot do that. <laughs> There's no oh, way." So sweet. I said, "I'm so scared of heights. There's no way I can watch that movie in the cinema. Absolutely no chance." Like, I would throw up. Yeah, no chance. I could possibly watch it on my couch where I could pause it and then throw up. But you've been watching. Have you ever seen Vertigo, the Alfred Hitchcock movie? No, I don't think I've seen that. Fucking amazing movie. Any Alfred Hitchcock fans out there, please hit me up because I love his movies. Um, 
but that movie does it it makes me kind of wee queasy whenever because it's about him having to go up in these like big tall church towers and he gets really like disoriented and stuff like mm. that and I have reoccurring nightmares about stuff like that where I'm like at the top of like a really tall tower and like oh yeah I just can't deal with stuff like that <laughs> but yeah well, maybe... today we're talking but today we're talking about my fear other fear of dolls. oh okay <laughs> well yeah I mean we did touch on your phobia of dolls when we spoke about dead silence when, when I say touch on we spoke about it in great <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear about how scared Ashley is about dolls then listen to dead silence but safe to say that yeah you're pretty fucking scared of dolls right yeah yeah so this was a big big one for you <laughs> yeah i mean I and mean, we'll get into it but we'll, I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you so the synopsis for this movie is as follows 12 years after the tragic death of their little girl a doll maker and his wife welcome a nun and several girls from a shuttered orphanage into their home where they become the target of the doll maker's possessed creation, Annabelle. So this movie is set in 1958, two years after The Nun 2. Trivia, as far as that goes, I couldn't really find much at all. Um, Have you got any for it? Uh, The only one that I see is it says that the farmhouse um, in the movie is also used in Westworld, which I haven't ever seen it. Yeah, but I've heard I saw Westworld's that. really good. And then also that they had to change the release date because um, they didn't want to compete with Alien Covenant, which is the second one, right? Or I third? don't know. I, I stopped watching those Alien movies after Alien 3 because I hated that one. I still haven't seen it. Don't tell anybody. You only need to watch one and two. They're the only ones worth watching, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I saw that bit of trivia about Westworld, but I, I've not watched it either, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, but uh, I heard that movie, that, I mean, that show is like um, the kind of show that you have to like give your full undivided attention to. Oh, and I you can't know do me. that. I, yeah, can't I, do that. <laughs> I have to be on my phone at least 50% of the time just because of the way my brain works. But uh. <laughs> Which is handy when you're writing notes for these movies. Oh, I, I, you know, I handwrite most of these notes. Oh, you do, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a phone guy when I'm doing my notes. I have to handwrite because it makes me, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's like <clears throat> a nostalgic thing, but I love to handwrite things. Yeah. Get like a little book and a pen and just sit there. I mean, that actually just made me really sad thinking about how handwriting could potentially come obsolete. I hate it when I have to write stuff by hand. Like, I have a moment when I, you know, if I'm writing on a parcel like I'm sending off or something like that, and I have a moment where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm an actual idiot. Like, I can't write. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, And I'll be so under pressure to, like, do my handwriting nice and neat that I'll fuck it up and miss out a letter and then have to correct it, and it looks even worse. Like, it's crazy how I just don't write anymore on paper. That's Maybe we should... um auction off like if we get really famous like auction off your notes on like on the patreon nobody wants to see my serial killer handwriting (laughs) (laughs) telling you there's at least one person out there that listens to this pod that would love that bit of uh, homeschool Ryan, is that you Ryan, you want my notes (laughs) i already have a finished notebook if the if the lists of movies he loves a list like ranking 
Should you like write out your rankings of stuff, handwritten? I'm sure Ryan will buy them. Um, but the only bit of trivia for this that I picked up on was, um, it's pretty obvious, the end scene when uh, Janice slash Annabelle is uh, given a doll. It's actually the real life oh, Annabelle. Real one. Um, Which was awesome, I thought. Yeah, there, there awesome, was this uh, also a very confusing ending, which we'll get into later. Well, yeah, there's a uh, there was this like TikTok trend where um, you post you put the phone like under your chin or you attach it to yourself somehow and you pick up your pet and you spin them around to a taylor swift song oh yeah yeah Abby's been did you see the annabelle one no huh? i've not seen the annabelle one yeah actually. the people who uh own annabelle the actual doll did it with her they took her out of the cage or I mean out of her little box thing <laughs> swung her around if i find it I'll, if i ever see it again i'll send it to you that's so sick I was uh, recently in like one of them nerd shops. Uh, I was in Blackpool <gasps> on a day I out, and um, they had like real life Annabelle, like the full size, like for sale, like in the box. It was like hundreds and hundreds of pounds, but it was a real like creepy shop anyway because it was down this like dodgy back street in Blackpool. It took forever to get there, and That's then awesome. like all the aisles in the shop were like really dingy and narrow, so it was a creepy place to be in anyway. And I was, like, making my way through the aisles, like, looking at all these, you know, Funko Pops and stuff. And I turned a corner, and then all of a sudden, there was just, like, full-size Annabelle just sitting there. I was like, holy shit. You're like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. No, I looked at the price. I was like, I need this. And it was, like, way too expensive. But, yeah. Um, should we get into uh, the movie, then? Our relationship with it and initial thoughts? Sure. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to? Yeah, I'll go first. So, um, I survived. Way. Obviously, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Is it the first time you watched it? It's not my first time, no. Um, however, I didn't remember a lot of it, mm-hmm. so there were scenes in it, and I was like, "Oh, I, I don't remember that at all." Um, so part of it was like watching it for the first time. Um, I watched it a long time ago. I guess whenever the ex and I were, um, we watched some of the. Um, other James Wan movies well or whatever and we watched this one but I think at the time I, d- I probably was on my phone a lot because of the fact that it was dolls so this time around <laughs> you were trying to distract I, yourself yeah so this time around I turned off all my lights I waited until it was nighttime. Oh, nice <clears throat> you follow and, my advice I love it thank you yeah um and then I just got under my blanket and if there was parts where I was feeling a little anxious. I would get on my phone, but I tried to <laughs> yeah. stay off my phone as much as I could during the movie. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was nice, but it didn't scare me as bad as I thought it would be. Maybe it's because I already saw it, or maybe it's because um, of what I've said before about how horror films aren't scaring me as much anymore. That's crazy. I've broken you. You what have. have done? What have I done? <laughs> now I'm just going to be like, if, if like the nun comes, I'll be like, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> well, for me, I mean, I first watched this movie three years ago when I was doing my first time Conjuring Universe watch. And I actually really enjoyed it. Um, but I haven't revisited it since. 
but I was really excited about rewatching it because I remember being like pleasantly surprised by it. Like after watching the first Annabelle movie before this and thinking it sucked, I was like, oh, it's going to be like the same. But it really shocked me that it was actually really good. Like I thought it was scary and atmospheric and tense. Um, but I've got to tell you, I apologize for giving you shit for watching, not watching horror movies alone at night, because that's exactly what I did with this movie. Because Abby wasn't in, she was on a night shift. I was in the house on my own and I set about watching it and I was like, I'm actually really scared right now. <laughs> like, I'm spooked out. <laughs> like, it's I actually a had to, spooky like, movie. I had to psych myself up to watch it. Like, because, you know, I was going to be spending the night alone. I was in the hat, big, big haunted house on my own. And it was actually a cold, rainy, spooky night. So oh, there was, I wish like, it was cold and rainy here. It was vibes, night. spooky vibes anyway. Um, but yeah, checked it out and it definitely creeped me out. And I loved it. Even more so on the rewatch. I just thought it was great. And genuinely. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I'm there kind of with you too. Um, I'll talk about it. Uh, I guess we get into it. Um, yeah. Should we get into I'll just highlights start with the beginning. Because like, I forgot. So like I said, I, there was things that I forgot about in this movie. One yeah, I forgot about two a bunch. main actors. The guy from um, Oh Empire Records, Empire Records, and yeah. he was in some FBI show about missing people. I think back in the in the early two thousands, I just couldn't remember what it was called. And then Sabrina's mom or Sabrina's uh, aunt, Aunt Zelda. Yeah, 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 I was like, pray Satan. <laughs> yeah, I love that so show were, so much. But she plays positive. like quite a different character in this. Oh, like, at yeah. least. At least at the start, until she goes like all Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Uh, um, so those were pleasant surprises because I was like, "Oh, that's right." So that made me happy because, um, you know, I I I used to not really care for Miranda Otto as an actress, who is uh, Aunt Zelda, um, until I watched Sabrina, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, she's amazing." Because wasn't yeah, she? She's yeah. in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, she is. I don't really remember. I mean, it's been a long time since I've watched the Lord of the Rings movie, so I don't oh, remember so who's yeah. in them, obviously, the, 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 then the obvious actors. But, yeah, she is great. Yeah. Um, so my first note is, <clears throat> why would anybody create such a monstrosity? Why is he making dolls that look like that? <laughs> in in what world is that a cute concept? And then he goes to fucking church, and they're like, "Oh, everybody wants your dolls." No, nobody wants those dolls. Those are hideous. Maybe in like the nineteen fifties, in like that little small rural town, it was like really cool. I don't know. You know, I think because like dolls coming alive must have been something that like was has been a long time. Um, theory because uh, Twilight Zone has a doll episode. I'm talking Tina and I'm going to kill you. Um, so it's just weird that like even in the you know 50s and 60s the idea of dolls being able to kill is was an idea. Yeah. I mean that opening scene was pretty cool. Like it reminded me a bit of Toy Story 2. 
you know, and he's like cleaning and cleaning Woody yeah. up and all that, and a little bit of Coraline as well, like getting those kind of vibes. Can't wait till we do an episode on that. Oh yeah, we should we should just do that because we both recently watched it, haven't we? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that opening, that opening scene, yeah, it was creepy. But then, like you know, you get you get lost inside of this like really happy family. You know, I did. Yeah. I got yeah, lost. Yeah. I was like. Oh, you know, this is so great. Like, you know, the little girl is so cute. I really liked her, um, you know, and I thought that they were a, a cute family. And then, bam. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see that coming, do you? It, it shocked me again. I was like. Yeah, I um, forgot. Like like you said, there was so much to... that I forgot about this movie. Like, I guess, yeah, the last time I watched it, three years ago. So it movies been at least do three kind years of fade sometimes. Yeah. But, like, I loved that I'd forgotten most of it because I wasn't me prepared too. for the scares. Me too. And I was, like, literally jumping out of my seat for, like, 99% of the movie, which was great. That's what I look for when I watch a horror. I want to be scared. And this movie definitely did that for me. I mean, you know, there was a few cheap jump scares, but I think for the most part, they were all really well set up. And, yeah, that opening where she gets hit by the car is definitely, like a shocking opening it was really good I, it just it came out of, it just comes out of nowhere yeah you know what i mean like it just all of a sudden the whole entire tone of the movie just changes yeah. and then in a split second you get them awesome titles come up with the music mm-hmm. like almost oh. like almost insidious level like it mm-hmm. was just that kind of you know the cool font and then the the creepy music's booming out and it's like okay i'm in I'm in this spooky movie now. You know, it's it's happening. Um, but yeah, it's great opening. Love them title cards. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the setting of this movie as well. Like, I always like a creepy remote country house setting. You know, it's it's, it's a like great a setting for a spooky. The movie. house is so beautiful. Yeah, beautiful setting. Um, it's just yeah. it's such so bizarre too to think that like just. This random family was like, hey, you can bring these orphan girls here to live or whatever. Well, this is the thing. I've got this in like, in, I don't know if it's a low light or whatever, but I mean, in what world did they think that that was a good idea to invite a bunch of orphan <laughs> orphan kids to live in a house where there's a literal demon living in their walls? In yeah, a and I like... don't know why they would think that having little girls in their house after their little girl died too would make them feel better <laughs> yeah and like and and aunt zelda can't even leave the bed for some reason like <laughs> i mean just Depression. get an eye patch you know she didn't have to have the the phantom of the opera thing on i don't know but that was definitely um a funny plot point i thought like <laughs> in what world would they think that would be a good idea <laughs> and I why know. didn't they move just move like as well like i don't know or just get rid of the doll some some other way i suppose maybe they couldn't because the girl tried to do that she tried to throw it down the well and it ended up back in the fucking bed um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was a that was a funny plot point um so i've got a note here that says did you notice that the front door of the house had crosses in the pattern of the glass so no i didn't oh so i like, need to go um, look that up it was like regular crosses on the bottom, like going up. And then obviously on the top, the crosses were inverted because they're hanging down. Um, but there were loads of crosses everywhere in this movie. Like there was 
sliding doors that were red that had crosses on, but they were mm-hmm. regular crosses. And obviously there was it, a cross in uh, Annabelle's cupboard. I can't find a picture of it. But, you know, it's funny that I didn't even notice that because I used to uh, design and sell front doors. And uh, <laughs> I, I know it's such a weird thing, but I love that kind of stuff. So anytime I see really cool or big or just like not normal front doors, I just melt. I just love it so much. You should have, you should <laughs> so have designed just, some with like hidden inverted crosses in there and sell them to like really Christian households. That would have been dope. <laughs> I used to sit and and uh, just design like the most extravagant ones, like ten thousand, twelve thousand dollar doors and stuff like that. Nice. Just, made of wood but um but yeah anyways <laughs> so the the, yeah let's let's talk about the house the house let's is beautiful it's a beautiful house creepy i love it i'd love to live there that's I my dream it. to live in a big creepy house but a bit it, more a bit more gothic less country yeah. more gothic it kind of reminds me of the house in um x too you know just kind of that oh creepy, yeah just yeah way out in the middle of nowhere type of type of house my aunt used to live in a sort of a house like that and like it was Texas like a mansion. chainsaw house oh yeah that's a it's beautiful house that is a beautiful house but um, it's still there as well it's now a chiropractor's office that's disappointing I'm, I'm sure it's like near you isn't it i think we talked about that before i think you told yeah. me that before um but yeah so so the girl's it's funny because, you know, the girls have the, the two little girls have an inkling as soon as they get there, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's funny how how as a human you you can even if you don't know if anything's wrong, somehow your body still knows. Oh yeah. You can like pull up to a house and get vibes straight away. You know, you could talk to a person, you know, I hear a voice 100%. instantly. I'm like, oh, it's just weird how you have intuition like that. Um, yeah. So, so those you can little tap girls. Tap into the energy, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the the little girls, um, they were friends. They weren't biological sisters, right? From what I understood. Yeah, yeah I think okay. they were just um, orphan buddies. The one little girl with the bob, she, which is a haircut, if you didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was, wasn't she in the Ouija movie? I don't think I've seen that. Oh, dude, that one we have to do. That really? one's scary. What's it called? Just Ouija? Uh, no, it's the Ouija Origins, I think. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. I watched that one. The same time I watched um, The Nun, actually. Yeah, Ouija Origin of, of Evil. Let me see if that's the same girl. But anyways, go on. Tell what were you talking about? Um, I don't think I said anything. You were just talking about the two girls. Oh yeah, the two girls. They're super cute. But yeah, like the fact that they knew that something was like wrong instantly, I was like, uh, I was like, I couldn't remember which one, like, was the target either. And I, I was like, I mean, obviously it makes sense that the. Uh... <laughs> The the what does she have polio? Who? Oh, the girl with the, the little girl the leg. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. So I mean, it makes sense that the 
the weak one would be the target. But I just, for some oh, reason, yeah. I thought the other one was going to be the target. I couldn't remember. So it was like That's a just, nice, yeah. it was like a nice surprise because I, I literally, I couldn't really remember where the story was going. Yeah, I couldn't. I, couldn't. I, couldn't. I, I forgot about all that. I even forgot that like one of the girls got possessed. Like, I don't know what I was doing when I watched this three years ago, <laughs> yeah, but I, I completely forgot it. It's, it's a weird one, but I'm really glad that I did because like, I didn't see it coming. I remember the girls like getting attacked and stuff, but I forgot that like there was a girl that got possessed and then she was the main one. Like I thought that it was the other girl for some reason. Cause like, she's like on all like the posters and stuff, I think. Yeah. 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 I think that's maybe what it was too. And like, I I didn't remember like the whole time I was like man that's so stupid that they kept the doll in the house I was like what how did the the doll get possessed like I really like so I was like it was like literally watching it for the first time and it was it was really nice I really liked that yeah I loved it I mean I loved the story in this as well like most people you know will probably say oh it's pretty paint by numbers pretty dumb pretty straightforward but that's what I like you know <laughs> and yeah I, but I it wasn't the... done poorly it was no. done to the point it was done good enough to where it kept your attention yeah but it wasn't like um I I will give you that there was a couple cheap jump scares but for the most part I feel like the quietness was more scary than the jumps the jump scares you know um yeah Definitely. There Just was a really good use eerie. of like balancing the score with silence in this. Like it really yeah. built the tension. Oh, score, I thought yeah. it was really well directed um, well scored. Um, let's see who did the music in this. Um, it was almost like insidious level with that kind yeah. of. Yeah. It was yeah, like was really like too, really scary and just like built like a sense of dread and tension. Um, there's a scene where the the non-crippled little girl is like running from the whatever and she like jumps up on the top bunk and it, there's just like this like eh, and it, I was like man that's like insidious level right there like that yeah. was like Ugh. yeah it was really good and um, whoever directed and wrote this too also kind of took I feel like a lot of pages out of the way that James Wan does movies yeah 100 percent. yeah they definitely, because definitely of the do. way that the camera work um mm-hmm. was done the music and his use of uh just small little like like just super small creepy things you know what i mean like i yeah. don't know was... well the directing was so good in this because like it did a really good job of you know, building the tension and then setting up the scares because they played around with like classic tropes, but they yeah. also did like a few new ones as well. So it kept you on your toes, like, you know, all the lighting and stuff, like it was stuff moving around in the shadows, like out in your peripheral, like out of focus yeah. stuff. And then and it was just really well and, done. And then they do stuff in the broad fucking daylight. Yeah. And I was like, make things scary in the broad daylight. That's, I was like, that's girl, talent. I, I forgot. I was like, okay, so she's outside. Cool. This is awesome. And then as soon as the nun, who, by the way, I loved her. <laughs> she was great. And I want to talk. I want to get to whenever we get a chance. But I want to talk about the picture that she showed them. Yeah. With the nun in it. I don't know how that connects. But anyways, 
she was great. I really liked her in this movie. And um, but I mean, yeah, we, so... can, we can talk about it now if you want. I mean, oh, okay. It, it connects because I think she's from she's from the same coven that was haunting uh, the numbers haunting. I think because that's why she brought up the picture when she was like, I could be wrong, but. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, because she said, uh, she looked at it and she was like, oh, well, I don't know who that was. They must have just joined. Yeah, that's that's someone that's new. I don't know who they are. I was like, um, ma'am, their eyes are glowing <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Which I thought was a cool thing that they did with the picture of the little girl, mm-hmm. too. That part was awesome. But, yeah, so I want to see, like, with, I wonder if, like, with the nun three... I guess mm-hmm. that would be really cool if they brought her into it because she's she's already been able to face whatever this one was. You know what I mean? Like that's true. That's a good point. I mean, the, for me, it would be though, kind of cool like, to tie it together. Her as a character, I really didn't like. Like I thought she was like pretty bad actor, and I also oh, really? thought it was like oh. pretty unrealistic the way that she was acting. Like. Like, there was, like, terrifying shit going down, and she was acting, like, pretty casual about it. Oh, sorry. A front door. Yeah, but I think she was trying to remain calm for the girls. Um, But there was, like, a moment when, like, when the, the guy from Empire Records gets killed, like, and then she's just, like, sends off the body, and she's like, right, come on, girls, get ready for bed. It's like... What? (laughs) Well, she's a nun. Maybe she's seen it all. (laughs) (laughs) Like, get your children out of there on the next bus out. Like, there's no way you'd just be going, well, that's that. Let's just go to bed. Like, oh, I know. And then as soon as she finds out about the uh, the story from the lady, yeah, I would have been out of there. Well, but I liked her. I still liked her. When um, is it Janice, the main girl that gets possessed? When she has the first experience with that fucking the sheet and Annabelle coming out of the closet and stuff, and she comes to her the next day and like tries to say there's some shit going on, there's some spooky shit happening, and she basically just shuts her down and says, "Oh, you're talking bollocks! Like, don't don't lie." And it's like, no, listen to this child. Like, this all could have been avoided. (laughs) Why do why do adults? Is it because we're scared and we don't want to think that these things are real? like oh these bloody christians saying oh don't no, i don't. swear to god if my nieces or nephew come to me and like aunt ashley there is a monster in my closet i'm gonna be like you're coming to my house and you're sleeping with me until your mom can get an exorcist down there <laughs> taking no chances <laughs> like i will not even bat an eye i'll be like all right <laughs> like because so many times as a kid i had night terrors night terrors dude like oh man and so many times like when I would be like I cannot sleep alone like nobody would believe me and I would just stay up until all I'd stay up all night like literally staring into the darkness (laughs) until the morning time because I was afraid if I closed my eyes a demon was gonna show up (laughs) I I know I've said this before but it's wild how like so terrified you were as a kid of stuff like that when you you hadn't watched any horror films or been exposed to anything remotely like that so where did this come from like the bible like dude yeah i mean the bible um because okay 
It's because I grew up in the satanic panic era, right? Yeah. So everything was was evil. Like, <sighs> yeah. So it was the same for me. Like you had like whisperings of stuff, but that and, and but that somehow that was even worse because it was just like your parents would be like, "Oh, this is evil. This is terrible." So it'd like make you scared of stuff you hadn't even yes. experienced. Like, so it made it made it worse. I mean on halloween they would they would make us watch these like propaganda uh fucking videos about like anti-halloween videos yeah if you celebrate halloween uh they oh my god i have to i have to find these videos i've i found one once but like it was just like flashes of like really evil stuff they were talking about like um people sacrificing babies on on all hollows eve and (laughs) they would do interviews with like satanists and stuff like that and it was just like constantly fed you know and and so i was terrified of halloween as a kid i literally thought every halloween i wouldn't look up in the sky right (laughs) you said i I feel like i've told you this before but i wouldn't look up it'd be like a witch flying a witch flying (laughs) and so like all of this kind of comes together because you know I mean I was ter- I'm still terrified of dolls but if this movie came out when I was a kid and the trailer came on I would change the channel that's yeah. how scared I was of dolls it's, isn't it funny though that like we've been so like put off and like scared about like anything horror related and spooky as a kid it's backfired because when we when we grew up, we've become obsessed with it. Up, <laughs> like obsessed. people, people that were like weren't sheltered and like had the fear of God struck on them over stuff like this. Live normal lives as normal adults. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I could be wrong. I'm sure there's kids out there that watch horrors and are still obsessed with them. But, but I think also... it's definitely backfired for us. My, I lived, I lived in pure fear growing up too yeah because a i was afraid i was going to go to hell b i was afraid of the rapture and being left behind c i was afraid to disappoint my parents and d my dad traumatized me so much (laughs) like walking around corners like constantly getting scared having to you know, he was uh, he was your own personal James Wan movie growing up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> jump jump time, scared dad. Well, okay, so my cousin used to live with us when she was like 13, and I think I was like eight or nine. And she was watching TV, and we lived in a mobile home, so it was like, you know, nothing fancy. And um the window in our living room was slightly up, and so my dad like jigged the or took the uh screen off. And stuck his hand through the window and set it on her shoulder. <laughs> and she, like, literally, ju- like, there was just her skin there because her skeleton jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that I lived with. I had a, I, you know, like, in the middle of the night, he's knocked on windows. You know what I mean? Like, he just, he just loved that stuff. He used to tell kids all the time that, there was a clown living in his closet, and if you go in there, it's going to eat you. Um, and then he would 
take the little kids and he would lock them in the closet. So, yes, this was my... And this is coming from a man that didn't let you watch horror movies. Exactly. He clearly clearly likes horror movies, right? He doesn't. He hates them so much. He says that he can't even listen to the uh, Dark Shadows theme song without it getting scared. (laughs) You get. That's wild. I should, um, you know what I should do? I should torture him now that he's yeah, old. Yeah, you totally should. Be like, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send him a uh, unmarked package with Annabelle in there. Do it. <laughs> okay, sorry, I got off tangent. <laughs> going back to the movie, um, so when we arrive at the house with the girls, we get a lot of foreshadowing going on. We're basically introduced to like all the future like scary set pieces exactly, we're gonna get. Yeah. We get the stair lift, the pull lift in the walls, and then obviously the girl with the leg brace. So you're like straight away, well, she's fucked. She can't <laughs> run away. You know, like she has no chance. Like all these things get introduced, and it should be like like cheesy and like hokey and lame, but I love it. I just love a spooky setup with all that. It's just like, right, I'm rubbing my hands together, like, what are we in store for here? Like, And then, by the way, we got our, we got our wish. Remember what we asked for in the last episode? We wanted to see a movie about a bunch of little girls in a house, the demon chasing them around. You're and that's right. exactly what we, we did. We just wanted to see kids get tortured, and we yeah. totally won. <laughs> that's why we love this movie. But instead of a goat man, we got a little doll with, with oh, a demon but... attached. So that was good. Yeah. Like, okay, so the scene where the two girls are, are playing around underneath the uh, sheet. Dude, that oh, part that's gave a fucking me good the scene. fucking chills. That scared the shit out of me. Cause, and, and it's so obvious. You know it's coming. You know it's coming because there's, like, the silence and you wait for something. But it's, it's still so scary. <laughs> and the fact that, like, it pretty much disguised itself as... Um, the lady i don't remember what their names are uh the main lady but um mm-hmm. so creepy so creepy uh, that scene actually reminded me of suspiria you know when the <gasps> girls are like awake at night and they've got the curtain behind them yes like hear her breathing and stuff and like the silhouette like oh. it was very suspiria i love that um, movie so much um what would you do if you went to somebody's house and then you were being a nosy Nelly snooping around and then you found a f- like a a door and you opened it and there was a goddamn doll there with oh. bible I, I would close that door so fast lock the door and just <laughs> never go in that room ever again I'd be like nope there's no chance in fact I've had similar things like that happen to me in this house that I live in there's literally a doll under my staircase in the cupboard that I found in there that's wrapped in like Christmas wrapping paper or something. And it's just there. Just Did you, as, leave, it? Like, Did you leave it there? It's right there. It's still there. I just wrapped that fucker back up and put it there. I was just like, I'm not, I'm not touching that. <laughs> it will stay there forever. But yeah, that scene, that was such a good scene where she like discovers Annabelle in the wall. Yeah, like. It- it annoyed me though because I'm like, little girl, what are you doing? Come on, come on. But like, don't what, go into that's what kids do. They love snooping. They love the mystery. Like, kids. 
but that oh, it's so good. And then like when the door, she locks it obviously, and then the door opens back up again. And then she's like, right, fuck this. And what does she start to like get out of the room? But then no, no, that's it. She looks out of a window, and then she turns back round and you know the doll is there or the demon whatever with the sheet over coming towards her it's such a scary scene because it's scary but the fact that it's short like the size of the doll it's the size of the doll and and then when the sheet fucking jeebies when the sheet falls off and there's nothing there and the sheet just drops to the ground oh it gives you chills it's just like that's so horrible (laughs) i love it such a good scene. Um, I said that my note was, it fucking stands with the sheet. I forgot. It's so <laughs> tiny and scary. Oh my god, I hate dolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, another note here that says the scarecrow looks like Sackhead Jason from Friday Thirteenth mm-hmm. Part Two, like mm-hmm. the same blue shirt and everything. Maybe a nod to it. It was actually quite Friday the Thirteenth. This movie, you know. Almost slasherish the way it was like picking off people, and we got a few scenes where it was like quite, quite slashery. I thought mm-hmm. it, it is kind of awesome. disappointing that none of the little girls died, but that's just <laughs> me being that's true. Terrible, that's true. Terrible human. I guess um, we got we got one little girl death at the beginning that was brutal enough to set the whole movie oh up. God, that was so brutal. And let's talk about her real quick because she did. A fantastic job being a creepy little girl. Oh hell yeah, she was. I definitely mean, with the. I mean, even in the beginning, whenever she's like leaving those notes for her dad, and she comes out of the um, curtain, mm-hmm. I forgot about that scene, and it oh, like when startled he, me. Well, the dad jumps like and scares her and says, "Boo!" Yeah. Doesn't he? That scared the shit out of me. I was yeah, like, "Well," and I was like, "Oh, this little girl," and she's so cute. And whenever she's just like. Whenever later on she's like, uh, you know, running around and you just like see either her from like far away or you see her from behind yeah. or whatever. You just, oh, so creepy. Yeah. And then she turns around and she's the demon with the face. And I was like, oh, oh man, that scene is so scary. That scared me so much. I got chills like, right from my soul. body. Oh, and I know it's like a stupid CGI face that they put on, which was a bit disappointing, but it's still really scary and it gets me. Like, that's the thing I love in this movie, like the morphing of the demon, like the fact that it's like changing in and out. It's being Annabelle, it's being the doll, it's, you know, it's being its true form, it's possessing people. Like, there's just so much going on. This demon's like badass. What's the demon's name in this? I can't remember. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, I'm a big fan of the demon in this movie. It does all sorts, and it's like yeah. it's very, it's very inventive, like <laughs> very yeah, inventive demon. Like I was like, how, how did the demon get there? And then whenever the lady was talking about how like she was like, oh yeah, we prayed. Yeah, and I love that. Whoever... I love that part of the story. Like that's, you know, I don't want to sound ridiculous, but that's a realistic story on how oh, something yeah, could sure. get possessed. Like. These desperate parents, these grieving parents, I mean, they're just are so, so like, full of grief. Just so, I mean, yeah. just so they just want to hear their daughter's voice one more yeah. time. And then something heard them, like something dark, and that's what it happens. Like I believe in stuff like that, definitely. Yeah, like, that for could totally sure. happen. And then when they were like saying, "Oh, it was like little things at first, like the music coming on, like her song was playing," 
and they thought that it was her and they catch glimpses of her and they'd be like, oh, our little girl's, you know, back, you know, just to so we can see her for a bit. And then obviously it goes darker and darker. And that's such a good scene, like where she's like sat at the table and then just like the whole body popping thing. Like that's something that <gasps> I love that out. scene. It just starts. <laughs> that's how I feel every single day when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that in movies always gets me. Like when you know, like contorting bodies and like cracking limbs and stuff. And then like they usually start like levitating and stuff. That always like scares me. Yeah. So that part <laughs> was really awesome. And then um yeah, so I really I, I liked that. I like the story and um but yeah, realistic I just, story. I liked it. I feel bad because I mean like it told she the poor little polio girl. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept like nothing ever good happened for her. Yeah, <laughs> like, she got it bad. She got whenever a rough she's deal. running from the demon at first, and then she gets on the the thingy to go down, and then it like stops halfway, and it just like yeah, and then it goes back up, goes and back, just, like, and yeah. then it's like quiet for like a split second, oh, and she just so goes good. up, and that she's is... gone for a good minute, you know. Yeah. And then and she just, just comes crashing down. Like I forgot that. about that scene too. I was like, "Oh my god, she's gone!" I was like, "Is the rest of the movie about her missing?" Like I can't. I was like, "I can't remember." <laughs> and then she falls, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> By the way, she would like break her neck doing that. Oh, There's she no way. Died, like she would have sure. died she, for sure. She, she fell from such a uh, a t- like a height. Yeah. So, such. But no, height. that's. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie that it's such a good scare because the setup as well, like you've seen that shot before of her at the top of the stairs in the chairlift and you see the negative space where Annabelle was, you know, the girl was like before, like you saw like a little glimpse of her down in the shadows. So you're expecting to see that again. You're looking there and you're misdirected because she Mm -hmm. just gets pulled right up. You're not expecting that. It's great misdirection. I loved it. Scary as fuck. Um, what other favorite scenes have I got down here? The de- oh, where the demon under the stairs. So when the other girl with the bob, she's under the stairs, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing a little bit of exploring. I know she's hiding, hiding seek when, when the the mean older girls tell her to go and hide, and they don't actually come and find her. Um, but then <laughs> she's under the stairs. And she just sees Annabelle in the chair. And then you see, like, the demon behind Annabelle just, like, lurking in the shadows. And you just Mm -hmm. see eyes and horns. And then he just, like, pulls the chair back. And it's, like, so scary. I love it. It's a good, good, scary scene, that. Um, What else? Oh, yeah, the music. So the composer for this movie was Benjamin Wolfitch. Um, he also did Blade Runner 2049, It Chapter 1 and 2, uh, V for Vendetta, Invisible Man, and Shazam and the Flash. Nice. My brother loves, uh, what was the first one that you said? Blade Runner. Uh, Blade Runner, yeah. He loves such that. A, and the, the music's really movie. good. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought too. That's exactly what I thought. And... <laughs> I feel like if I told him that, he would make some 
thing up about how I'm too stupid to understand it. Like, I well, feel like that would most be... most like cool guy bro movies are really long and boring. So <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, well, you just you didn't understand it. They just uh, uh, like but he really you're... likes, but he really likes the Batman as well." <laughs> That movie's so long and boring. I liked that movie, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, score score was great. Um, oh, and another creepy song we get in this. Like, there's so many creepy songs in it's these movies. It's just the forties and the fifties with those songs and the yeah, like the and sound of the way it, it's the vinyl sound that really makes it nothing nothing creepier than an old timey song being sung by a creepy kid. Like, um, when she's like that scene's so great. Like, actually, that's probably my favorite scene in the movie. When um, the guy from Empire Records he goes in and sees the doll sat at the table. Yes. Um, and then he then he turns around and sees Janice, and then possessed Janice starts like singing that song, and then like walks backwards, and then like that the, that part of the room gets like engulfed in shadow, and the demon just like shifts into its true form and. Just such a good sequence. And then obviously holds up the cross and he gets his fingers bent back. Oh, like one that. by one. Like oh. such a great scene. Um I do want to mention though, um, something creepy that happened to me last night. So me and Abby were just chilling on the couch watching something. Um she didn't watch this movie with me because she was at work, as I mentioned. And she just started humming, You are my sunshine. Mm-mm. And just, I was just like, what? I just like turned to her, I was like, why are you singing that song? And she was like, I don't know. It was just in my head. And I was like, that's the creepy song from the scary film I just watched. Stop. And she's never seen it? <laughs> she saw it three years ago when I saw uh, it the first time, but she has no idea that, that is in the movie I just watched. And yeah, that was creepy when she just no, started no, hum- humming that out of nowhere. <laughs> um, what about you? What are your favorite scenes, favorite scares in this? I liked all the. Uh, uh, my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes is the scene where she, the little stupid little girl's playing with the uh, toy in the dark. She keeps popping it in and out. And oh, then. Oh, when, when um, she gets. Why does she get scared and run off? What does she see? I can't I remember. remember. But she, she's playing with that toy yeah. and then. She shoots it out, and then you see the toy just move slowly up, and, like, he grabs it or whatever. Oh, that scene just fucked me up. Yeah, that's so a good scary. scene. Like, yeah, because, like, she, she's, like, sat there with the door open, like, shooting the thing, like, on guard almost. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. just close the door. Like, don't stand there with the door open. Just close the door. And, like... And then what happens? Like, oh, no, that's it. It's so scary because, like, that the toy gets, like, ripped off her. And yeah. then she just hears someone rushing up on her, like, mm-hmm. footsteps really loud. And footsteps. that's so scary. Like, can you imagine the fear you'd feel if you just heard Mm-mm. footsteps coming towards you like that? Like, I don't rushing. want to think about the fear that I would feel. But then, like, I would close the door. Close the door. And she still doesn't close the door. She gets in the top bung. And then obviously She's that idiot. You know, the demon comes in and you just see Annabelle peeping down the side of the bed up towards her and the demon's hand just grabs it. Really cool sequence. Um, 
And then the oh, other yeah. scene that I liked was when um, the uh, whatever the lady Miranda Otto's character dies and she's pinned up on the wall and half her oh. body is taken and she's hanging on the on the wall like in a cross with the crosses in her hands. Yeah. That death and that scene and that inspiration. Oh, it's so just it's beautiful. brutal. Like it's it's gory and brutal. It was like, just such it a so good. It's weird, but I would love to have a print of that. <laughs> <laughs> And as well, because like there's not any gore at all in the movie. You don't actually see anything. Right, so when you exactly. actually see that, it's like shocking and scary because you're not expecting it. Because it's just this ghost movie up until this point. Now people are physically getting ripped apart and stuff. And it's like, wow, the demon is this powerful, you know. Um, but yeah, that was that was really cool. Love that part. Um another part that I really loved was um the the puppet show. I thought that was so scary. Oh, I like, blocked that scene out of my God. head, but I do. Like that, that whole sequence was so scary because obviously, like, the demon's pretending to be Annabelle, the daughter. She sees her through the dollhouse, just walk past, and then she's at the window, like, tapping on it. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around as that scary CGI demon face. Tropey, but it still gets me. Um, what else have I got down here? Uh, those are those dolls that you, uh, that you, that you guys have a lot of, right? What are they called? Which ones? The creepy... Um, oh, the, the puppets. Yeah. Punch and Judy. But what That's what are yeah. what are they called? Uh, like, what style of doll is that? Well, like the, the two hand puppets that were like... Were they hand puppets? Thing. I thought they were... Okay, never mind. Yeah, like, because she's like, she turns around and like sees the hand puppets, like, as if oh, someone's I thought they doing were... them. Yeah, they're hand puppets. But... Oh, the other ones you're talking about with strings. Yeah, those are the ones I'm um, Marionettes, I think they're called. All dolls are creepy. Well, <laughs> Barbie, Barbies aren't creepy. <laughs> uh, what else have I got down here? Let's see. Uh, when Anna, when she sees Annabelle through the keyhole in the rocking chair, and then she opens the door, she's not there. Um, pretty creepy moment. Uh, oh, and and the flashbacks, yeah. We talked about that before, but there's a cool scene where um, Aunt Zelda's looking in the mirror, and she sees the demon in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And the demon's just like kid size, peeping round the door at her. And she turns around, it's, it's like her daughter. Like, that's a cool scene. Um, Miss, Mrs. Mullen's body on the wall, torn in half. Yeah, we spoke about that. Um, favorite character? I've got down Janice, the little disabled girl. I thought she was really good. Um, I thought that actor did a really good job. Like, for a kid actor as well, she did fantastic. As a, yeah. you know, a, a lead as well. She pretty much was the lead in this. Uh, but yeah, she was she was really cool, and also the demon. Demon. Was I like dope. the nun. I I know you said you didn't like the nun, but I liked her, especially mm. at the end. Whenever she um takes the little girl, and she's like, "I'm sorry," she just like fucking throws her in there. And she's yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> so good. Um. Yeah, I mean, what lamest line? I didn't get a lamest line for this. I actually struggled because mm-hmm, I thought it was too. a. 
pretty well written movie like i didn't get anything for it yeah and it it was simple dialogue there wasn't really anything that needed to be flowery or anything like that there was really no need for cheap comedy because you get you yeah. just get the like you get the comic relief just from the fact that they're kids you know what yeah. i mean like and there's no there need nothing... for like a silly like oh you know sarcastic yeah. joke or whatever Tucker it was just and because... or anything like that yeah exactly plus it, it made just... it scarier that there wasn't much humor in, in this at all like it was just like you say you get the bit of levity and like a bit of fun from the girls and their spirit you know like mm-hmm. and it didn't the mean they... much because it's such a, it, it's a movie that literally it makes you feel alone in the world with them you know what i mean yeah. like they're oh, yeah, so yeah. i mean they're they're so alone there's nobody there to help them they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere you know what i mean so you you get that feeling with them especially when they're as kids and it's like a different type of fear when you're a kid because like fear is still such a new concept for you you know yeah no it was all really well acted and well written i thought like you felt the emotions of all the characters you you got the story like the directing was fantastic like i I really struggled to find any low lights in it because i just thought it was pretty flawless you know and and the fact too like okay so yeah you get the the bratty little girls in the beginning you know being mean but as the movie goes on and you can tell that they're scared, they all bond together. And that's what I like mm-hmm. because it wasn't like a Stola, you know, them versus the girl thing. It yeah. was like, oh, they're all in it together to survive. Um, and not, not like in um, not like in the nun two when exactly the, the, the bullies, are, you know, you still hate them at the end. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which was like. Yeah, so that's what I liked about it, too. And it's just like you, I don't know. I I feel like horror films with kids is so good because because you get to experience that, like, raw fear. Because when you're an adult, you've already had so much fear already. And, like, yeah, that stuff is fucking scary. But, like, you've already experienced fear in in different aspects of your not necessarily used to it, but it's not as overpowering as it is when you're a kid yeah. and you have, you know, that's everything is so brand new. You're like, I'm, I'm just barely a human. <laughs> yeah. So seeing it through like their eyes is, is really cool and feeling the, those emotions. And you know, that's, that's why I like, I like watching actors like Sarah Michelle Geller and people like that because oh, they display so fear really good. Like Lauren Levera from Terrify too. Like, another example of like so sh- showing fear really well and like florence Pugh. yeah florence Pugh. like something i will say that's a negative in this uh, you know there's not much character development and no but it is what it is you know we don't but we don't expect that from this movie the, you can't really have character development because it just happens like so quickly you know what i mean like yeah the the kids were only there like two nights before really all the shit went down. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like asking for character development in a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's literally they're there for fodder. They're there for us to watch, Listen, get attacked, I just and get watch scared. Jason That's it. Just 
annihilate everybody in its yeah. path. That's what and, I'm here. Buddy. And we just <laughs> wanted to watch a demon terrorize some girls, and that's what we got. So it's all good. Um, uh, picking out other negatives, though, I wasn't really a big fan of the adult characters. Like I, I felt you know a little bit of sympathy towards them, but as characters, as people. I thought they were pretty flat and I didn't really warm. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Like they didn't put, they put way more thought and, in um, stuff into the kids than they did with the adults. But I guess honestly, like to me that, that kind of makes sense though, because it's not, it's not for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they have a small part in it to play, but this is focused on, on the fear of the kids and the, and the way that the, children are being terrorized you know yeah um let's talk about that ending so i hate the ending in this movie like, yeah i just feel like it doesn't make any sense it falls like, flat why why would the demon hide in janice for 12 years and then kill her adopted parents like i just thought yeah it was that really, doesn't make any sense for me i thought it was a really weak way of tying it in to the annabelle movie like, I feel like it would have been better if they would have just had her kill them right away. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, because that did confuse me at first because I forgot about that as well. And so when it came on, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the the parents died," and then I was like, "Who is that?" And then, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's supposed to be her older." But then I suppose they were backed into a corner because this is a prequel of a prequel, so that start of Annabelle has already been filmed. We already know that's how that movie starts. So they're thinking, oh, how can we get it so that it ties in? But I mm -hmm. do feel like there would have been better ways than that. Like, I kind of feel like they should have had the demon leave Janice and, like, go back into Annabelle. Mm -hmm. And then somehow the doll just ends up at that couple's house 12 years yeah. later. Like, that, I feel like that would be better than what they did. Like, I just, I yeah. don't know. So that yeah. was that's my two cents on the ending. That was a bit of a drawback for me. Other than that, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, but if you too. kind of just like take that part out, you could just have the ending. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah. the girls just drove off. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll write my own ending. Um, but yeah, I guess unless you've got anything more to add, we could do overall no, thoughts. I think I said all of I I feel like I talked more than you did. I'm sorry. Oh, no, not at all. We're co-hosts, man. That's what we're, <laughs> we're here for. Um, so I'm so thoughts? like person deprived though, because like I haven't, you know, worked all week, and <laughs> so my life, our lives are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> what are your overall thoughts, Ash? On this overall movie? thoughts. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think that this could potentially be like a, um one to add to like spooky night like a spooky like building up to horror kind of person like you give this movie to somebody that's like yeah uh, i definitely say it's i wouldn't even say it's entry level i, I think this movie no, is pretty fucking scary but i don't think it's, it's entry good, level i think it's like it's a good whatever, solid horror movie like yeah whatever the opinion, next spooky. step is but i i could see myself adding this into <laughs> adding this like into you know along the lines with trick-or-treat you know like you could put these on together and just like kind of have them in the background yeah it's definitely because 
an October watch for sure. Yeah, because I feel like too with this movie as well with the the soundtrack or the score in the background, like the score. If you're like doing something and the score just is so good, and you you'll get end up getting caught up in it. And I feel like this is something good to have in the background for that kind of stuff. Um, for me, I really enjoy this movie. I just think it's a traditional, entertaining, spooky horror movie. And it's genuinely scary. Like, it scares me. Some people might say that I'm a pansy for getting scared by this movie. But it it does. It gets me. And Whoever says you're a pansy, meet me outside. I'll fight you. <laughs> Catch these it's, hands. It's relenting as well. Like, just, it's really well paced. And when the scares come, they just, it's just, they just keep going. It's great. Great atmosphere. Love the atmosphere in it. And, and you I, you get so attached to the girls as well, like, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that the the polio girl just keeps getting hit over and over again, you're just like, ooh, and you kind of get attached to her until the end, and you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> but then you you're rooting for her to like get un, un, un I was gonna say unpossessed, but like exercise, you know, for the demon to leave her, but it never happens. Unpossessed, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I recommend this movie to anyone that wants to have the pants scared off them. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone says, uh, you know, I want to watch a, a scary movie, I'll direct them to this one and not actual scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's also a really good standalone movie. Like, you don't need That's to see exactly any That's exactly what I was of, just thinking, yeah. You don't have to watch any of the other Conjuring movies or even any of the other yeah. Annabelle movies to get it. It's just, it's because... a good standalone scary movie. Because you could just be like, because um, even with the scene with the nun that shows the picture and the, the eyes are yellow, but then later on you see the picture of the little girl and her eyes are yellow. So you like even in that aspect, you wouldn't even have to go and watch the nun. You could just be like, oh, well, maybe that was just the demon in the picture, like, you know, for no reason. Yeah. Like there's no need for it to be explained. <laughs> no, there's no like backstory missing out on or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially, this is the beginning of the character of um the Annabelle demon you know yeah um but yeah I, I I wouldn't expect a prequel of a prequel to be this good like it has no business being this good this movie like and I'm surprised that not more people talk about it because I feel mm-hmm. like it it's not mentions and it is a genuinely good movie I feel like it gets lost in the Conjuring franchise and in the sea of spooky paranormal kind of demon movies but I'd say it's up there for me. Like, it's definitely one of my favorite James Wan movies. It's not quite as good as Insidious, but it's definitely mm-hmm. it's definitely up there for me. Like, it definitely gets me just as scared. It's a good movie. So, yeah, and it was like really it nice watching it in the dark and it being creepy. And see, see, like, what did I say? And I had pizza. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> that is the best combination. Pizza, horror movies, in the dark. What more can you want in life? Oh, I want to do that tonight now. What should I watch? Um, Don't watch No One uh, Gets Out Alive. What was that movie called that I watched? I don't know. Or No One's There to Help You. What is it? I don't know what you're talking about. God damn it. (laughs) No One Will Save You. That's what it is. On Hulu. We don't have Hulu. I'll have to. You can. Everybody can turn this off right now because I'm about to. Uh, it's an alien. I don't movie. spoil it. <laughs> I might watch it. Is it? Is I, it a new I, movie? Yeah. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Okay. 
but I'll tell you about I, it later. I won't watch that movie that I've already forgotten the name of because you told yeah, me about exactly. it. I will, I will tell you here. Uh, I'll text you. But um, anyways, yeah. So what's okay. the next movie we're doing? <laughs> next movie we are covering is Annabelle. But yeah, that is about it for this episode. We should probably wrap things up. Shout out to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Fieldmouse, Ryan, Wade, Ash, Kyle, Francesco, and Oliver. Thank you all so much for your continued support. We love you all. Uh, JB told me that he spotted Oliver the other day in the supermarket wearing his horror homeschool t-shirt. So that's pretty cool. <gasps> oh my God. He should have taken a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Send no, don't take pictures of people without their consent <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool there's a shirt spotted in the wild it's funny because uh, i was and... just thinking about my shirt because i was looking for a shirt yesterday and i was like oh shit i forgot i had this the one that i made the white one with the red splatter all over it oh yeah yeah um we actually have well i, I have a, a really big horror homeschool long sleeve that i want to give to someone because it's too big for me i've never worn it Ash made like a load of custom ones at the beginning when we started doing our merch. So it's a limited edition one. Uh, it's when we were trying out the vinyl stuff, I think. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, so if anyone wants that, just like do a review or something or share a post and then just like let us know and I'll send it you because it needs a good home. Um, and if you want to buy some merch, you can do so over on our um what did we sell it on t public t public one day um, when i'm not depressed i will make more things yeah we've we've neglected well basically everything the merch patreon everything lately but we will get back on track but we're getting we there guys still have some awesome designs on there they're all there for you to buy just go to horrorhomeschool.com and scroll right to the bottom you'll find a link to our t public but yeah there's always sales on there as well so if you check that out you might come across a sale and you might get a bargain but go and support the pod by either buying a shirt or you can go to our patreon give us a dollar a month and you can have access to all of our archived bonus content we've got loads of stuff on there i always say this but some of our best stuff is on the patreon i love <laughs> i love the stuff we do on the patreon it's been awesome um we'll have more stuff, stuff up soon i promise more stuff up very soon i have a I have some stuff um, that I'm going to upload. <laughs> I won't say it's like, well, I'd say it's more quality than quantity, if that makes sense. And guys, this um, is something that I don't, I've never even heard too. So, <laughs> well, you, you, you have heard it because you said it. Basically, I'm putting up your voice notes that you Oh, said you're doing those. Movies. I thought you were talking about the other thing with uh, your friend. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so be, be prepared for. Ash's ramblings on movies she's watching in live time because uh, she tends to send me voice notes as she's watching movies sometimes and they are they are so funny listen sometimes so, I get so sometimes I don't like living alone because I'm watching a movie and I'm like I just need to say this out loud <laughs> I love it keep it coming but yeah I'm I've worked on like some artwork and putting them bits and bobs together so it's going to be coming to the patreon soon oh, if no. it's not out there already um i've called it ash's mini commentary um <laughs> pretty bog standard name but i couldn't come up with anything funnier but it does what it says on the tin some of these reviews are or you know commentaries are literally like two three minutes long but they are well worth a listen <laughs> um yeah so stay tuned for that on the patreon uh, we also have a Halloween special going up on there at the end of October. So keep your eyes peeled for that. So yeah, 
subscribe to the Patreon, enjoy some bonus content for all you diehard fans. And if you want to support us, that'd be very awesome. The pot is getting bigger for my Texas fund, so please contribute. We love you. Yeah, because um, if you get to come to Texas, then we could actually do like, um, maybe we could do like a video uh, pod, you know? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll put something we'll up on YouTube. Or... Yeah, yeah. We'll have like a, we'll do a live stream and all sorts if we get together in person. It'd be sick. <sighs> um, but yeah, um, go and support the pod, horrorhomeschool.com. Links to everything's on there as well. Instagram, Facebook, where you can listen to the show. We're only on Spotify and iTunes now because Stitcher's been shut down. Uh, but if you don't want to listen on iTunes or Spotify, you can go and listen on the website on the browser. Personal social media stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at Chris J. Wakefield. And me, underscore, Abraham Lincoln, underscore. We will be back soon with another episode. And remember, the devil preys on those weak of faith. Oh, <laughs>